The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward, and whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Okay, most of you know my day job. I mean, yes, I'm a pastor, but you know, you know that I'm involved in the mission work of our church, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and particularly around Asia. You've heard me tell stories about this, talk about this, express you know, my gratitude on behalf of the whole church for our part in God's mission around the world and in Asia. And of course, yeah, you know that I've gone a lot. That's another reason you know of my, my day job. Well, chapter 10 of Matthew, the whole chapter, which we just read the end of it, is like a, a mission story in itself. Right from the beginning, Jesus calls the 12 disciples and sends them out, giving them the authority to heal in every community where they go. He gives them instructions of where to go and, and what to do. Now, there are warnings in chapter 10 as well that being a disciple, you know, being in mission, is, is no walk in the park. All this comes as we acknowledge Jesus as the Lord for the sake of the world, and through him there might even be conflict at times. Now today's words from the Gospel come at the end of the chapter, and they kind of bring this all together with some words about a reward. He's saying that welcome each other is about welcoming Christ himself. And for all this, there is goodness. Even in the smallest of signs, even with that small cup of cold water. I guess as we look at this whole chapter on mission, we can almost look at this as being a matter of hospitality. Hospitality towards those in need, those in need of healing, those in need of care. Hospitality to those who, who welcome you. Hospitality even in the midst of, of conflict. And here at the end, it's interesting that it's not about what we do to others, but what may others may do unto us. In Papua New Guinea, where I go sometimes, there's something called Wontok, W-O-N-T-O-K. Wontok is a word in pidgin, which takes a little bit of English and German and other words like that. And Wontok literally means one talk. One talk. Speaking the same language. In a country that has the same population as greater Chicago, but where there are 850 different languages, 
Speaking the same language means that you are part of that one community. My Wontok is my group, my clan, my family. That's what it means. Anything that is associated with is me is not about me individually, but about us as a group, the communal. It's always a we concept of living. Now, this has its consequences. Everything that I do is for the sake of the community, and it benefits the we. My good is our good. Anything that comes to me is shared by the we. Now, the flip side is that if there's any harm done to an individual within that Wontok group, it's, a front, it's an affront against all of us. I've often heard of persons getting hurt or even killed, sometimes by accident. And what happens is all the Wontok of the group of that one person who's been victimized will go out and hurt and destroy the Wontoks of the perpetrators. One for all, and all for one. But we all go up against the others as a group. Now, when it comes to the ultimate reconciliation in all this between the Wontoks, it is a communal gathering and in which the, there are many gifts shared as a matter of that reconciliation. I've seen, seen this happen. Quite literally, gifts are shared. There are cans of tuna, live chickens and, and pigs, which is a great, uh, uh, great value to people, even cases of Coca-Cola. But all this is shared as a gift of reconciliation in that community gathering. So reconciliation is always about community and community to get coming together in peace. Now it was kind of like that in the biblical world. Things were, were very communitarian. You have images of this like, well, well, Jesus. Jesus and Mary going to Bethlehem because, to register because that was where his family, his community is from. Jesus speaks of where two or three are gathered, a community, he is present. Jesus takes his 12 disciples, a community, and actually many more because it included others and even women as well, as a community, and he sends his followers out to be in mission, even as he sends them two by two. So community is always there. Now taking this understanding of mission, that being an offshoot of what we do and what we are as community, our mission endeavors are inherently communitarian. As you speak the gospel, as you witness to Jesus Christ, as you live your lives of faith, it's always in, for, and from community. Now you've probably heard the, word, the phrase, Jesus is my personal Lord and Savior, or even, even more, have you accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? You know, I don't really like that phrase. I, you know, I'm sure I understand that, yes, Jesus does come to me, 
how God chooses me and how the Spirit comes upon me. I mean, that happens in holy baptism. And that may be personal in many ways. But really, Jesus comes to us as community. Jesus is our Lord and Savior. Jesus is not mine personally, but ours. All of us. That's why even in the choice that God made in baptism over one child or one person being baptized and making that child his own, this event happens in community as we gather in worship together as a community of God. So when Jesus tells his disciples to, to go and check out whether they're being accepted or welcomed by others, as we just heard, he's talking whether this community of believers is being welcomed by another community. How much more real this all is as we think about give and take in our relationships, even the golden rule, if you want to call it that. Jesus sends his followers out to heal and to proclaim the gospel. Basically, he's telling them to go out and live your faith. Be there for others on behalf of the Christian community and on behalf of Jesus himself. He's saying to be about, be about the reconciliation God intends for the world by being that love of God for others. but not just being givers of all, but to see then what, is, what it means to be receivers. As we share our gifts given to us by the, the power of the Holy Spirit, we can allow others to share their gifts with us. That's what Jesus is calling us here to do. And all this happens because Jesus says communities will recognize the one who has sent you was Jesus himself even as Jesus himself says that we will recognize who has sent him God the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit you see how this is all communitarian God the Father Son and Holy Spirit as a community embracing us as community and God sends us forth as community to be received by other communities. And, and through all this, blessings are shared. Blessings are received. Blessings become who and what we are. Some of you know that back in January, my cousin, near Toledo, Ohio, lost his daughter, Evelyn. Evelyn was just six years old and died within like a couple of days from sepsis. This family was devastated, to say the least, as her body just shut down and she drew her last breath. And the question my cousin Matt and his wife Beth had was, is Evelyn okay? Is she okay? You see, I got the call from Matt as they were sitting there in the, the ICU as Evelyn had just died. And I was halfway around the world. 
is Evelyn okay? And I said, yes. Yes, she's okay. She's in God's loving, warm embrace. Something we, we probably can't imagine now in our grief, in our suffering, but she's okay. Now, as, as difficult as it was, by allowing themselves to, to be embraced by God's grace, Matt and Beth found peace. Sure, there remain many questions. And even to this day, it hurts down to the deepest of their hearts and their bodies. There still are many tears shed. But by projecting that it's okay, she's okay, the community that around them received them with, with great honor. Little Evelyn was just a kindergartner, but even up to the high school there, she was recognized. And the whole community around them, they too recognize that she's okay. Evelyn's smile and her character carried them all. And so one community, Evelyn's family, was received by, by another community. And everything was okay. It all became life-giving. You see, a prayer vision was organized spontaneously by the whole community. Everyone started sporting this butterfly with Evan's initials, E-B, and in her favorite color, purple. Actually, I heard from Evan's parents that, that Purple was not her favorite color. It's actually her mom's least favorite color. So Evelyn teased her mom about purple, and she was just a, a prankster. So that became known as Evelyn's color as well. And a scholarship was established for high schoolers. I mean, not, not the kindergarten, but for high schoolers, because this was meant to be sending forth with, with life for all people. Evelyn touched the whole community. And Evelyn's story is, is now spread throughout the world through the Sepsis Alliances. And this is why I can tell you this story so openly, because it's a story that's going around now. We go out with that gospel. This is who we are and what we are and as a community of Jesus Christ in this place. Our neighbors near and far need the gospel. And we go out with that gospel. But we don't do the saving. That's Jesus' job. We bring Christ's presence into the world. As Martin Luther would put it, we are little Christ for the sake of the world for the world and all the communities out there. And as we do and are the gospel, even to the least of those in our, out in our communities, we do it with Christ and through Christ. And that, my friends, is what salvation looks like. It's not a reward, something that we earn, 
something that we gain, because nothing we can do can earn salvation. Rather, salvation, the grace of God, the love of Christ, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, this life is a gift for us. So, be the gospel. Be the love of God. Be the, the reconciliation that God seeks for the whole world. Really, be it. And know that you are blessed. Blessed that you remain in the warm embrace of God, God for the world. And yes, all are welcome into this. Amen.